therefore why are you engaging me this into this ghor karma even though the lord taught him clearly but arjuna's filtered thinking did not grasp the point properly hence it precipitated a question if jnana yoga alone leads to liberation o oh lord why are you persuading me to take up karma yoga so this is the question <coughs> with this we get the introduction to this chapter and which is better karma or jnana this is a point please tell me decisively because arjuna was a warrior a warrior has to be told definitely the commandment should be given to him he should not be asked a soldier should not be asked to choose between the two you know this uh, famous people what is that uh, for all the british jokers famous one lord had <laughs> so they went and joined the military next day morning the corporal called them on the field and said left right left right you know keep on saying left right left right left Turn left again. Left, right, left, right, left, right, and they stopped. Both of them stopped. And said, then he asked, "Why are you stopping? You better decide, left or right." <laughs> <laughs> so, unless the soldier is told definitely, yeah, this is the path to be followed. You cannot ask him to choose. So, the military discipline is that until you hear the next command. they will continue to do whatever they were doing <coughs> even if there is a wall they will jump over it until they listen to stop <coughs> so here also arjuna's training as a soldier not allowing him to take a choice between the two dhyana and karma therefore he urges bhagwan to say tatkim karmani kore maam yojisikeshava व्यामिश्रेणव वाक्य कर्त मोहयसी सो एज दो यु आर् कंफ्यूसिंग मी सो देशमाप्रिया therefore we cannot ask which is better it is something like suppose somebody come and ask you should i wear shirt or should i wear pant now what choice is that <laughs> hey between two pants this one is good or that you can ask between two shirts you can say this shirt i wear or this shirt i wear you can ask that question but between the pant and shirt you cannot say which one i should wear both are required <laughs> the same way here jnana alone is the means for moksha 
And to gain knowledge, one has to get qualified. And that qualification can be gained through karma yoga. So qualification is through karma yoga and moksha is through jnana yoga. So in this, there is no choice. So all other yogas are coming under Lokesmindividansta, Bhuraprukta, Mayanaka, Jnana Yogena Sankhyanam, Karma Yogena Yoginam. Bhagavan started his teaching saying that there are only two paths. So, but then Bhagavan himself talked about Raja Yoga, Bhagavan himself talked about Bhakti Yoga in this very either. So how can you say there are only two paths? So, one is Pravarti Marga, another is Navarti Marga. So, Karma, Karma Yoga includes all other paths like Ashtanga Yoga or Bhakti Marga or Raja Yoga, everything is included in Karma Yoga because all of them are Pravarti Marga. Therefore, Bhagavan says there are only two paths, one is Pravarti, another is Navarti. So, Navarti means Sanyasa, Pravarti means the getting married, children, etc., living a normal life like any one of us. So that is called Pravarti Marga, <coughs> family, possession. And between these two styles of life, you have a choice. So whether I should take up to sannyasa or I should take up to family life, in this you can have a choice. <coughs> it all depends upon your nature. So most of the, between the two ashramas, Lord says, if you ask my opinion, he says, Grihastha Ashrama is better. Ninety-eight percent people are the, of that nature. Why? Because one is not qualified for sannyasa, it is danger for sannyasa itself. So he should not take sannyasa. So we can see that in all the serials, you know, they make fun of sannyasis. Nowadays, that is a famous one, the latest uh, serials in this uh, Indian um, serial, you can see that. So, most of them make fun of the sannyasis. <laughs> so, it is better not to take sannyas until you are ready for it. Otherwise, it is dangerous for yourself and the society, both. <laughs> Do your duty, purify your mind, acquire knowledge, by becoming a Jnani Grihastha. This is Bhagavan's way of saying. Now, a Jnani Grihastha is superior to an Jnani Sannyasi. And Lord Himself gives His own example. I am a Maha Grihastha. See? Bhagavan was not an ordinary grihastha, 16,008 wives. So somebody came and asked Gurudev, why are you worshipping a Krishna who is having 16,008 wives? So Bhagavan said, Gurudev said, that is why I am worshipping him. <coughs> because, <laughs> because one wife you are not able to keep her happy. If Krishna, Lord Krishna is capable of 
making 16,008 wives happy without complaint. And in Bhagavadam, this Panchayat Draupati interviews every one of them <laughs> in one of the occasions and asks them, are you happy? <laughs> they said, even if you have to take thousand lives, we want him to be our husband. That was the, the uh, answer she got. So, Lokis, so Bhagavan, he says the jnani rasta is much superior than atnani sannyasi. So, that the word karma yoga is used here. So, karma and yoga. Karma means proper action. And yoga means proper attitude. So this is a simple meaning. Now what is proper action? So Bhagavan says there are three types of actions. Sattvic action, Rajasic action, Tamasic action. So Sattvic action promotes spiritual growth maximum. Rajasic action less spiritual growth, more self-centered and tamasic away from spirituality. Now how do you know this action is sattva, rajas or tamas? When an action is performed, it is beneficial to more people, that is called sattvic action. An action is performed only for one's own benefit, maximum he and his family. That is considered rajasic action. Tamasic action is an action performed to harm others. Not only that, he enjoys doing that, but he enjoys harming others. That type of action is called tamasic action. So a sattvic person is concerned about his family, his immediate family, then extended family, community, state, nation, the whole humanity is interested. So such a person is called sattvic. And all karma yogis are supposed to perform the sattvic action. That's why So karma yogi takes more and more to sattvic action. This is called proper action. Then the Lord takes up, talks about proper attitude called samatvam. Maintaining the equanimity of mind. How? First one is Ishwararpana buddhi. Second one is prasada buddhi. So this is the key for the old karma yoga. So, so the, the point here we have to understand, take home, practical life is, <coughs> when you say dedicating all your activities, the altar of Lord, you may not be able to appreciate that. We are how to do that? <coughs> By saying I am dedicating. Most of the time we are in a hurry and we forget this also. Now the simple way of understanding here is, Most of the time when we are working, you are given a job and you don't like the job. 
time I get this complaint, Swamiji, I don't know why I am doing this. I want to quit this, but I am forced to do this. There is no other way. Like this they complain. So, if you think about it, if you start working or if you are doing a job which you don't like and you are forced to do it, what a tremendous stress that will create. So, there is a mental stress continuously and you have to live with that, let us say, 40 years, 30 years, you become very old. <coughs> Young but old. Why? Because of the stress. So, the key here is that Bhagavan says, since you got this job by providence, by destiny, the job is given to you. And you may not like it, but learn to love it. <laughs> then what happens? That becomes Ishwarapanapati. If you have this attitude that I am doing this for the Lord, I am serving my Lord. In this way, if you look at it, even a sweeper sweeping the floor, it is also for the Lord I am doing. There is a joy. So that is the that is the meaning of Ishwarapanapati. Whatever activity that we do, small, big, or doesn't matter, but everything that I'm doing for the Lord. That's why the squirrels, even squirrels, when Bhagwan was making the bridge, at that time even the squirrels helped Bhagwan. So Bhagwan considered that is the greatest seva, and he was touched by that, and he took one of them and you know patted. That's why you know squirrels in India have three lines. American quirrels, you don't see that. Yeah, they never went there, you know. <laughs> so, anyway. so this is what we have to understand from Ishwarar Prabhupati. Love whatever that you are doing. It may not be a simple job, but it doesn't matter. But this is given to me an opportunity to serve my Lord. This attitude is called Ishwarar Prabhupati. Then Question comes, how good people suffer? So that question comes. You know, in, in Puranas also, if you read it, Dharma Raja suffered, Dharma Putra in Mahabharata suffered. And then Nala, the Mayanti story, if you read, he also suffered. So there are so many good people, there are noble people, they suffered. So why do they suffer? Now we are looking at the immediate present and then judge why do they suffer. But in fact, we have to look at the previous past lives. So, what you are given in your plate today is a result of your past. Some people you can see everything goes smoothly for them. Some people see even after working hard things don't work for them. These are all because of the past. So, when we are facing difficulty situation, different experiences, then we have to understand that this is coming from the Lord as a result of my past. So accept it as prasada. So the second one is prasada bhakti. Don't complain. The complaining may make it more worse. But acceptance will console the mind and settle the mind. So this is called prasada bhakti. So an attitude to accept the result as prasada of Lord and have faith in his wisdom. Because whatever he does is good for us. That thought, what should be there, should be there, then it's Shura Prabhupada. 
so karta as a karta develop ishrarpana buddhi as a bhukta develop prasad buddhi so karta means a doer while doing what should be the attitude ishrarpana buddhi when the result come how we should accept accept it as prasad buddhi so this you can see in mahabharata also when arjuna <coughs> completely collapsed in the battlefield when bhagwan lifted him and urged him to work or fight this war as an offering to the lord ishwarapati then afterwards the war is over when yudhishthira became the king he also collapsed <laughs> and at that time bhagwan he approached bhagwan bhagwan said no i don't have the inspiration so one time i gave gita that is enough <laughs> now second time i cannot repeat <laughs> golden words are not repeated right <laughs> so then bhagwan took him to the our vyas <coughs> uh, sorry bishma uh, vidamaha in the battlefield then bishma gave him all the teaching of dharma all dharma dharma shastra he gave what is the dharma of a king what is the dharma of a praja so all this detailed discussion was there finally he bishma vidamaha himself gave out this vishnu sahasranam to the world so once the result has happened how to accept it prasad vidya that story of dharmaraj will give you that particular teaching <laughs> so one is ishara arpana buddhi and another is prasad buddhi these are the two episodes in bhagavata ala mahabharata <clears throat> now bhagavan asked everyone to perform karma yoga looking from different angles four different angles he gives one is karma yoga as a way of life it is a command commandment of lord ishwara vihita if you don't understand the significance at least follow out of fear this is first way of most of the religion do that because explaining is not possible <laughs> and they will not understand they may not have the capacity to take it so they say it is a commandment so like traffic signs so all the traffic rules we follow with what with understanding maturity no out of fear <laughs> there is a cop around some cop will catch me isn't it if nobody is around we will speed <laughs> but then why we follow the rules even after 40 years of driving experience still there is a tendency to break so what is that makes you discipline it is the fear <laughs> so this is one way of <laughs> the gross mind we have to instill fear saying that this is papam this way akarane prityavaya doshah so like if you don't do sandhya vandanam after initiate into gayatri there is papam 
If you don't do Pitrishartha on Amavasi day, there is Papam. Mahapapam Vityadi. If you keep on telling, there is a tendency, they might do it. This is what commandment. First. Then second is, little bit matured out of a sense of gratitude. So offer as a yajna. So yajnaarthat karmanonyatra lokoyam karmabandhanaha tadartham karma kaunteyam tasangas samachara. Ninth verse in the third chapter. So offer what you have is, like Gurudev used to say, what you have is his gift. What you do with that gift is your gift to the Lord. So this is called gratitude. Second angle. Then third one is Karma Yoga is Shothakam. Best method of cleansing, cleansing your mind. It is a great purifier. Karma Yoga makes your mind pure from all impurities. Impurities are in the form of raga and dvesha, likes and dislikes. The one who has strong likes, strong dislikes, that becomes a bondage. His or her life becomes miserable because he wants certain things in a certain way. So if it is not there, they become miserable. That's why more sophisticated the society is, the subtle things Fine things makes them unhappy. <coughs> a gross world, like a village and all that, unless some calamity happens, nobody is worried. <coughs> but here what happens? Simple thing happens, people are worried. <coughs> so, this is Chitta Shothakam Mukti Sadhakam. <coughs> so, Chitta Shothakam is one of the most beneficial the <coughs> for Karma, karma Yoga. <coughs> Purifying effect. Then the fourth is Karma Yoga is the only way of life following which harmony in the society is maintained. The ecology of the society is maintained. <coughs> so, so Parasparam Bhavayantaha, you must have seen that in this word, the chapter itself. Devan Devayaratiha. So, Parasparam Bhavayantaha. So, if you if you take care of the environment, environment will help you, bless you. So, whatever aspect appeal to you, you follow that. This is the summary so far. <laughs> now, we, we have come up to 17th verse. So, of 16th verse, evam pravartitam chakram. Anuvartaya dihaya Akhayurindriya Ramaha Mokham Parthasa Jeevati So this uh, cycle Evam Pravartikam Chakram So Chakram here is cycle What is the cycle? That you give, when you are taking something from the world, you give it back. That is the principle. You should not be only taking, but you should give it back also. That is the chakram. So otherwise what will happen? Akhayu indriya rama. 
Akam means sin. So it will be a sinful life. And he become materialistic. Indriya Ramaha. So the one, you know, Pisa Rama and all that you must have heard. The same way it is Indriya Ramaha, reveling in senses. Mokham Bhartasya Jeevati, such a life is a waste. Now, Arjuna raises a doubt. He is not expressing it. He must have thought about it in his mind. That, Bhagavan, whenever there is a rule, there is always an exception. Isn't it? All rules are like that. So you say, Karma Yoga is a rule, a commandment, let us say. Now, there must be exception. If you study the Sanskrit grammar, you know, there are so many exceptions are there, rules. So also, any law, if you say this, this, this category of people, it is not applicable. No tax law, if you look at it. Non-profit organization, tax is not applicable. There is an exception. So there are some other categories also, it is tax is less, than, or no, not according to the law. So there are exceptions you can see in every law. So Arjuna's question here is, is there any exception to the rule? And he wants to know whether he is in that category. So therefore he asked, I mean Bhagavan, understanding Arjuna's thought, Bhagavan is Antaryami, he knows what everybody is thinking. So he says, if you have this qualification, then you are exempt. So what are they? Yastvātmarati devasyād Ātmadruptascha mānavaham Ātmanyevacha santushtaham Asya kāryam na vidyate Whereas one, Atma Rati, Rati means rebel. The one who rebels in what? Atma. Atma Tripti. Tripti means satisfaction. Tripti. Atmanyevacha Santushtaha. Santushtaha here means contentment. One is contented with Atma. So three words are used here, Rati, Tripti, Santushti. Actually all the three are same meaning in fact, but then there is a difference. I'll give you a very mundane example. So a husband when he is uh, about to start from the office, he calls his wife Honey, I am coming. So that she can prepare the food, make it hot, and then ready to keep it ready on the table. So he comes hungry. So one day he came and he, of course, she didn't have anything new. It was all refrigerated, microwaved food. It was all kept, but he was very hungry. So he ate whatever that is available. He didn't even ask questions. Now, this is called <coughs> tripti. 
So satisfaction, because you eat food, it is, uh, you know, appease your hunger, you are happy. It's called tripti. Now another day before he came, he thought, I wish she makes that food for me. I will longing, you know, gold kappa and all that, I was longing for it. <laughs> if I wish she makes that. And lo, when he came, it was there on the table. And when he ate that, what he called santushti. <laughs> Not only that, paid bargaya, but there ananda again, because whatever that he wanted, he thought about it, he got. It's called santushti. Now these people, you know, Friday, Saturday, they go for dinner, uh, party. And in that party, this lady made host, hostess. She always, they Google it now. Now uh, everything is in Google. I saw this recently, I saw Google Aarti. Google Kili Aarti. Ah. So Google. Uh, Jaya Google Hare, something like that. It's very interesting. <laughs> I will get you that. <laughs> everything now people want, they go to Google. <laughs> now there will be some recipe, she got it from Google and she made it. And that dish was so good. And this person ate it and came back also. And next day morning he gets up. Thinking about that dish, there is no dish there, but it is, that is called reti, <laughs> reveling in that, you see. The object is not there, but still the taste was still there in the mind, and he is reveling that, that is called reti. Now, if these things are there with reference to atma, <laughs> atma santushti, atma reti, atmani tripti. He is not seeking anything outside other than his own antaratma for his happiness, for his enjoyment, for his contentment, for his reveling. So then such a person, tasya karyam navityade. For him, there is no more activity necessary. He is not, it's not that he doesn't do activity, but there will not be any desire prompted activity. Now Bhagavan explains that point again. Naiva tasya krute nartha. Nakrute neha kashchana. Nachasya sarva bhuteshu. Tavya Pashraya Naiva Tasya Krutena Arthaha Na Akrutena Kashana. So he has nothing to gain from work done. So when we perform an action, we always have a desire. What? I want to get this. So when I get this, I will be happier. So this is the problem. So this person, a person, a man of perfection, for him, whether he does or he doesn't do, doesn't make any difference to him. It is not that he doesn't work. So now we are working for gaining happiness. But his work will be what? In happiness he works. 
So his work will be as sharing his joy. A joy shared is all his activity. So that is the difference. And no being does he depend upon. <coughs> because of, on his own interest, yes, no interest. Because if you dependent upon somebody, there will be always some kind of thing you expect from them. Or in return also they expect from you. <coughs> so there is no total freedom from dependence. He is his mental state. So, it is, it is not that he doesn't do anything, please don't understand, but he's totally relaxed. See, now, a person does naivadasya kridenartha nakude nehagarchana. So, a person does most of the time for gaining something. There's a joke, you know, this person his aunt was very rich. So he thought he will serve her, he please her, he will get some money, you know, he will write his name in this will and all that. So he saw that his, um, she is very fond of her dog. Then he started playing with the dog and all that, started, you know, uh, taking care of the dog. And the aunt thought that this boy liked the dog. So in her will he wrote, the dog is for him, <laughs> no money, nothing. <laughs> so, this, so if you expect something from someone, <laughs> this will happen. Suppose you don't have any expectation. And at the same time you continue to work with joy, serving the humanity. So like Hanumanji. He is a karma yogi. How a bhakta should function in the world is Hanumanji. So, then why? Because he is totally relaxed. Nakrite neha kaschana. He doesn't have to do anything. So, a Mahatma, Jivan Mukta Purusha is a person who doesn't do anything. There is no doing. Hey, that doesn't mean Jagaracharya did the maximum. Our Gurudev himself, 16-18 hours he was working. But they don't consider it is a work. They consider it is an inspired seva. That is the difference. So totally relaxed. There is no anxiety. <coughs> so there was a they used to give this example, but the example should be understood properly, otherwise problem. <laughs> this is a, a person was sitting under a tree, quietly sitting, doing nothing. So other person who was watching him got disturbed. Why this person is sitting here for a long time doing nothing? So this person got agitated, he went and asked him. Hey, what's your name? He said, my name is Kumar. Okay, Kumar, why don't you do something instead of sitting here like this? And he said, what kind of work you say? That sell some fruits, something like that, do something. Then he asked, then after selling fruits, then 
Hitherto you will sell food, you make money, you make profit, then you can expand your business. And he said, then, when you expand your business, then you can export the fruits to America and other countries, and then you can have, open a big factory. He asked, then, then you expand your business. When you expand your business, you can appoint people, your manager, you know, all uh, people will take care of your business. And then, then you can get in, buy a beautiful limousine and a chauffeur-driven car and then come to the beach and relax. He said, what am I doing now? <laughs> After doing all these things, finally what? Think about it, we all want that only, isn't it? Why are we working so hard? One day we think we retire and relax, isn't it? Anybody retired so far? Retired people also not retired. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We still think that if I do this, I am happier. So this thought has totally gone. The doer has gone from him. The doership has gone from him. Such a person, na akritenaha kaschana. There is nothing to be gained from activities for him. He is not dependent upon anyone, any living being. He depends upon only the Lord, nobody else. <laughs> Therefore, Bhagavan says, giving all these arguments, he says, if you are coming under this category, you are exception. Otherwise, you are not exempted. Tasmat asakta satatam Karyam karma samachara Asakto hyacharan karma Paramapnoti purushaha Asaktaha hi acharan karma paramapnoti purushaha. Therefore, tasma asaktaha satatam. Karyam karma samachara. Now, karyam karma means kartavyam nityam karma samachara. So, karyam karma here, Vashikara writes that nitya karma. Your daily activities. So earlier Bhagavan talked about Niyatam Kuru Karmattam Karmachayokya Karmanaha Sharira Yatra Abhijate So earlier Bhagavan in this chapter itself talked about what is to be done, what is your enjoined duties, given duties. So duties are also, there are five kinds, isn't it? Karma, Nitya Karma, Naimitya Karma, Nishitta Karma, Kamya Karma, Prayachitta Karma. Uh, five types. Nitya karma means daily activities which you do on a daily basis. On a daily basis from Monday through Friday you do certain daily activities. Saturday, Sunday you have something else. That is also considered daily activities. So this Nitya karma. Naimitya karma is occasional duties. When somebody is in the hospital you go and see them. <coughs> or somebody's birthday party you attend. 
something like that. When you go to a hospital, somebody is sick, you don't go and, you know, same thing happened to my friend, he died, something like that, don't say, encourage them, you come out of this, you know, we want to celebrate, things like that, encourage them. That is called Naimitya Karma. <coughs> so, Nitya Karma, Naimitya Karma put together is called Niyatam Karma. Kamya Karma, Nishitya Karma is not, that is up to you. <coughs> So, this karma, you should do it without thinking about the result. That is the idea. Result will come to you, definitely. But while performing the activity, don't think about the result. So, nittasma asaktasadadam karyam karma samajara. Asaktaha means here. That is the meaning. That while performing the activities, let your mind not keep on thinking about the result. Perform the activity well. Asaktokhyajaran karma paramapne purusha. So such activities when one perform with detachment he attains supreme. Means he become qualified to attain the supreme. Isharatham karma kurvan param moksham apnodi purusha sattashuddhi dvarena ityartha. So here it is paramapnodi purusha. Well, you know, he says, man attains the Supreme through Karma Yoga, if he attains Supreme, doesn't mean that Karma Yoga itself will take you to Moksha. <laughs> karma Yoga is a means for gaining Moksha, but Karma Yoga gives you Satta Shuddhi, <laughs> so purity of mind. Having gained the purity of mind, Bhagwan is watching your purity of purity from within. So he is a sakshi. So he knows whether you are qualified or not. As you are, when he understands that your qualification, he will prepare yourself. He will take you to the right guru and he will see that you will be given that right knowledge. So at the appropriate time, guru will come to you. And who will send guru? Bhagavan himself will send guru to you. That's why Sita ji, when she was thinking of Bhagavan, Bhagavan sent Hanumanji to Sitaji. Hanumanji stands for Guru <coughs> because he is Lord Shiva. Sadashiva Samarambham, Shankaracharya Madhyamam, Asmadacharya Paryantam, Vande Guru Paramparam. So that Lord Shiva himself is Hanumanji. Hanumanji there in the form of Guru. <coughs> so that Guru is the one who tells the student <coughs> That Bhagwan is. So Bhagwan is looking for you. So that gives her a certain uh, assurance. So the same way the student who is seeking that Lord, whether he is there or not, whether he is a possibility, it is a possibility or not, such doubt will come to the student. At that time, Guru is the one who gives that assurance to him that he is. It is possible. <laughs> so that arrangement who makes himself makes. So, you get a Guru because of Guru Kripa. Ah, Lord's grace alone, that Kripa comes to you. That's why Dhruva, you know, Dhruva Charitram, if you read, so the Dhruva was denied to sit on the lap of his father by his stepmother. Suruchi. Dhruva is the son of Suniti. Suruchi, she even said that if you want to sit on the lap of your father, go and meditate upon the Lord, 
And when Bhagavan appeared, asked, what womb? <laughs> May you be born in my womb. <coughs> Think about her arrogance. See, when Bhagavan comes, should he ask that or something else? <laughs> but then the boy became Kshatriya. He got so insulted and he went and cried. Then this uh, Suniti, see that her wisdom, her nobility. She said, whatever she said, forget about it. But something good she said. <laughs> what is that? Go and meditate upon Bhagavan. That you take it. Everything else, forget it. And this boy go, go out. Narada comes. And dissuade him. But at ah, this time, this is not your age to do meditation and all that. You are supposed to be playing with toys and all that. Why are you seeking Bhagavan? <laughs> And it is very difficult, even thousands of years, rishis did tapas, they could not get it. You think that it is, you are going to achieve this and all that. He gave a quick lecture. And this boy looked at him and said, look, the very fact that you have come and I am seeing you and we are having this conversation, that itself means Lord's blessing is there. See, otherwise, a Devarshi, who, how can I have darshan of him? The very fact that I am having your darshan itself shows Bhagavad Kripa is there. See how beautiful it is. So, if you have the Guru's blessing, that means the Lord's blessing is there. So, the Paramapno, the Purusha, that's why Bhashyara says, Sattva Shuddhidvarena Ityartha. So, this the Paramatma, Apnoti, he gains the supreme states through Karma Yoga, purifying himself, he becomes qualified to know the truth. Now, Arjuna, having heard this, he entertained another doubt. That is all right. You said exception is if, if you have this, this qualification, then you are exempted and all that you say. But that is not enough for me. I need little more proof. What is that? Is there anybody practice this karma yoga and attain mukti? Can you tell me? You give me some example. Ah. So, Arjuna was a very practical person. So, I need some example. Now, here also, you have to be very careful. When you give example, that should be suitable to the person. <laughs> so suppose Bhagavan gives Maharishi is like Vyasa Bhagavan and other Vasishta Rishi. So like this, if you give example, Arjuna will say they are all Rishis. So I am a Kshatriya and I am a Grihastha. So is there anybody like me who has gained that state status? So, so Bhagavan very carefully chooses the right example here. And let us see. Karma naiva hisam siddhim. Astita janakadaya. Astita janakadaya. Loka sangraha mevapi. Sampashan kattu marhasi. So, karmane, karmane vahi samsiddhim astita janakadeha. 
So Janaka and others. So Janaka and others, Sambarisha, etc. There are so many great Mahatmas are there in our Puranas. <coughs> Shivi, Ambarisha, Janaka, they are all people who attain Mukti through practicing Karma Yoga. <coughs> so, so they are all kings. So naturally Arjuna will associate, immediately connect that this Janaka was a great king and he himself, all the Janaka was a title for that particular chair. So Janaka was there during Rama's time, Janaka was there during Krishna's time also, Janaka was there before Rama also. So Yaktivalkya's time Janaka was there, Ashtavakra time Janaka was there, so you may wonder, this one Janaka will live so many years. No, it is something like the Shankaracharya, you know, it's a title given to that whoever comes and take up that particular position. <coughs> so, Janaka Adeha, these people have attained through uh, Karma Yoga, practicing Karma Yoga, Janaka and others attained Mukti. This is the example. <coughs> Now, therefore, Bhagavan says, Loka Sankraha Mevapi Sampasyan Kartumahasi. Arjuna, for the sake of Sankraha, Loka Sankraha means for the benefit of the humanity. You are a king, and when you are ruling your subject, your ruling is such that they should be able to benefit from your ruling. <laughs> so, keeping that in mind, that it is not for your benefit that you are taking up this activity, Karma Yoga. But Karma Yoga should be practiced for the benefit of others in the society. So, Loka Sangraha Mevavvi Sampasyan Kartum Arhasi For the welfare of the world, you must work. Loka Sangraha. So, Loka Sangraha means, let us say, here Bhagavan is Loka Sangrahartham Prarabdha karmatvat karmana sahaiva asanyasya eva karma samsiddhim astida idyartha. So here, Loka Sangrahartham, Bhagavan Bhashikara gives a very beautiful um, explanation. Prarabdha karmatvat karmana sahaiva. So all people are functioning in this world according to their prarabdha. So, sometimes prarabdha is good prarabdha, sometimes prarabdha is bad also. <laughs> so, according to prarabdha, people are functioning in this world. When you see this, people are going in the wrong direction, give them the right direction, that is called Loka Sankraha. <laughs> so, let us say the entire humanity is going towards certain wrong principle and value. Then, what a king should do? He should give right direction and slowly, slowly bring them to the right path and make them live a nobler life. This is called Loka Sankraha. That is what Vashikara says, Janagadeha. Janagadi, Janagadi Rajas, they used to do that. They were, they success, they were successful in that. Then Shuddhisadhana Bhutena Karmena Samsithyam Aastitahiti so, this is the point. So, Loka Sankraha means welfare of the society, means what is needed in the society. At that time, you start 
working in that line. That's why Gurudev, when he, when his time, when he saw the whole country, even though they were educated in a western sense, but they were illiterate in the sense of our religion, our culture. So we were all educated illiterates. So what is to be done? He started teaching our scriptures in a, in a language that educated people understand. And he took up this task. This is the greatest. The, the, it may not be able, you may not see it as a tangible result. But then suddenly it was working in them. Now today there is an awareness. So even though we have become very materialistic, westernized and all that, but India we have certain awareness now. All the temples are full with people now. <laughs> and you can see, wherever there is lectures, Gita lecture, etc. In TV also you can see so many channels continuously, 24 hours somebody is giving discourses. So all this possible, there is a value for it is created <laughs> because of his work. So that is what Bhagavan says here, Loka Sangraha Mevartham, Mevabhi Sampashyan Kartumarkasi. Why I say this? Because there is a reason. <laughs> huh. This is a very important verse. These two, three verses are very important. Yadyata acharati shreshtaha Tadeveta rojanaha Sayat pramanam kurute Kastadanu vartate Yadyat ajarati sreshtaha Tattap eva itaro janaha Sayat pramanam kurute lokaha tat anu vartate So, sreshta purushaha means a VIP. Sreshtaha Pradhana, so an important person, a big, what you call a celebrate in the society. So whatever he does, people follow. Ah, haven't you seen that? All fashions start from where? Sreshta Purusha. Oh, Paris. <laughs> Fashion, what do you call that? The show. Paris, etc. They are the fashion kings or queens. And from there, what happened? They go to the movie. The hero heroines, when they were, what happened? That become a fashion. So. Now, whatever the Prime Minister is wearing, that dress become fashion. Because <laughs> he is a Olden time, Indira Gandhi's time, you know, she had these two hair, 